0: Welcome to the Countdown Podcast. We're going to review The
1: Beekeeper for you. My name's Wayne. And my name is Paul. strange into it then for this January Action Actioneer, which is the return to our cinemas from director David Ayer and written by sometime's favourite of the show, Kurt, Kurt Wimmer, Weaver. who direct, sorry wrote and directed Equilibrium, but also wrote Ultra Fucking Violet. Oh, shit. It's produced by Bill Block, Jason Statham. David A.A., Chris Long, and Kurt Wimmer. And stars, of course, the aforementioned Jason Statham, Emmy Raver Lampman, Joss Hutchison, Bobby Naderi, Mini Driver in a Blink and Miss It cameo, Priscilla uh, yeah. Rashad, and Felicia Rashad, sorry, mm-hmm. and Jeremy Irons. It's 105 minutes long. The budget, Wayne, take a guess. Oh,
0: okay. There's actually a few names here and there. Can we say
1: 110? $34 oh. million. Dollars. Ooh. Oh. So about one-third of what you thought it would cost. Wow, okay. All right, all right, okay. so far, it's taken $46.2 million around the world, so it looks like we are, or do, have a hit on our hands from January, if it's only been out the one week. Wayne, what is The Beekeeper about?
0: Okay, in The Beekeeper, Jay Stay plays Adam Clay, who's ostensibly a dude who works as a beekeeper living in the barn of a farming property owned by Claire Huxtable. She is a nice old lady, despite supporting Bill Cosby's release from jail. Uh, <laughs> And he's living out his days peacefully. She allows him to stay there, and he, you know, he can fr- he can tend to his bees. That's whatever. But then, shall we say, some shit happens, and he has to go on a revenge mission because, surprise, surprise, he's an ex CIA operative, super special nope,
1: agent. not a CIA operative. Off the grid, off the lines.
0: Gr- Pseudo government badass,
1: someone operative. Answers dude. to no one. Uh,
0: yeah. So he's off. Yeah. So he's a. Cr- but he can kill motherfuckers. And this is that story. Yes,
1: a hundred percent. On Rotten Tomatoes, 71% of 146 critic reviews are positive with an average score of 5.9 out of 10. On Metacritic, slightly lower as per usual. The film has a weighted score of 54 out of 100 based on 37 critics, indicating mixed or average reviews. And CinemaScore, audiences polled as they exited the cinema, gave this a B plus on the A+, to F scale. That's what others thought. What about us, Wayne? We didn't see this together. We did not. We did not get any advanced screenings. I don't even know if there was one for this particular kind of film. So off you went. When did you go and see it? What would you experience? And what are your non-spoiler thoughts about The Beekeeper? Sure. I saw it Thursday
0: night, uh, opening night. Um, I saw it in Gold Plus. Thursday just gone?
1: Yeah. No, no. It opened the week before. Did it? Yeah.
0: Okay, a week after Gold, uh, I saw it in Gold Class, because that was the only screening that was 7pm and wasn't too late for my old bones. Fair enough. And I thought it was quite shit. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
1: Love the succinctness. Yeah, so... (sighs) Can you give us the non-spoils why I thought it was quite shit? Okay, look, first of all, it's
0: aggressively gleefully stupid. Oh, yes. I didn't know David Ayer directed it. And frankly, I've got some time for David Ayer after um the end of Watch yep. and Fury. Um, Fury. He's a good... He's well, he has
1: the potential to be a good director. Well, but yeah, he he's been a good director to... in the
0: past. Yeah, he's done... Well, uh, you, you know what? I, I saw an interview with him when he was talking about Suicide Squad, right? And he said that he has his cut of Suicide Squad before the studio came in and re-edited it. Yep. He said that... Um, I know he hopes
1: that one day he'll get released.
0: Well, he said that everyone he shows that to, he always gets... That's the movie we could have had. That's what he. That's what he says. Okay.
1: So what else are you gonna say, David? <laughs> exactly. I know, right? So uh, on, honestly, that f- film couldn't be any worse. So he's probably. That's, right.
0: Yeah, it is. I'm sure his cut is better. Anyway, so this right here. All right. So the you know the retired mysterious special ops dude is a tale as old as time. Oh God, it's uh, so it's, cliched, isn't it? Exactly,
1: and it's like, oh, of course he's. But Wayne, the spin is he's a beekeeper, and that's what he was. In this clandestine, non-government-sanctioned organisation. Okay. Now here, <laughs> here, Paul, we must talk We're about. Probably treading around speeds. Uh, well, maybe we'll come back to that point.
0: All right, all right, we'll come back to that point. But oh my god, that is belaboured. The show itself. I most of my comments are are in spoilers. Okay. okay? Yeah. Because that's we'll, oh my. We'll, we'll be quick and we'll move into We have big questions on like this, but long story short, you have a lot of action. To be fair, Jason Statham still looks good kicking people's asses. I think he's about my age. I 50s? think he's, he's early 50s. Yeah, 50, yeah? L- later. Sli- slightly older than us. So, he still looks pretty good. The David Ayerness of it all, in, in terms of like, like, I was I, was, well, I was, I leaned over, I saw this with someone and I'm like, yo, David Ayer was a 56. good- 56. 56? So 55, maybe 54. He's doing at great then. He's yeah. doing great. All right. So, um, I said, oh, David Ayer, he did this, this, and this, and she didn't care. And then I said, <laughs> oh, Kurt Wimmer, he did one good movie. Yeah, that's He right. also didn't care. <laughs> um, so- but, th- but that like, made me please. <laughs> Well, that made me think like, oh, well, this has got some promise because I thought it was just going to be a dumb action film. No, it turns out it was, in fact, a dumb action film. <laughs> there are some plot developments here and they do sort of try. There is a bit of a uh, like a, a reveal, shall we say. Mm-hmm. And that reveal isn't bad, I guess, in terms of the God rest agree. of his film. It's one of the better points of the film. Yes. But the execution of him being like the butt kicker guy, he doesn't he takes there's only one time he takes a hit towards the end. Every, he's invincible. He's mm-hmm. basically an action like sort of superhero. And I guess that's fine. I don't mind watching Jason Statham be the best fighter in the room. I kind of came for that so I don't really issue it for that, right? No. But as a rule, there's a lot of weird things that happen towards the end in terms of the action where I'm like, hey Jason, you can't just throw one guy into three other guys and then keep walking. Those other three guys are probably going to do something. You know, I it's like what is going on here? There's, yeah. Yeah. I, again, did not not poorly filmed. No, It actually looked okay. Nothing, yeah. nothing outstanding.
1: Yeah, look. I what think do you think? We're very, very similar. I don't think this is an especially good film. I don't hate it, though. And I don't hate it for two very simple reasons. One, that plot development that you mm. spoke about. And two, I think the villains in this movie are particularly hateable and are having a good time, the actors who are playing them. So, not so much, ironically, Jeremy Irons, who might be the first English head of the CIA though retired that we've ever had on. Oh on yeah, what think about <laughs> that? How stupid. the
0: English in the head of the
1: ex head of the. And they're not even trying to hide his, his accent. I'm just yeah. like, oh, that's fucking dumb. Yeah, but anyway, that's one of many, <laughs> wait, many wait, such wait. moments in what this about? Film. What about? Hang on, what about? But Josh Hutcherson, yeah, yeah, that's right, is great as the most stuck-up, entitled piece of shit ever.
0: He's a trust fund baby. Yeah, right? amazing.
1: I thought it was a, he was so dead-eyed, and his performance is so wooden in Fr- Five Nights at Freddy's. I was like, oh, this guy can't act. He can. He really was hateable in this film. I thought he did a really good job. And the mid-level boss, who's sort of in the first half of the film, for obvious fucking reasons, Mm -hmm. is also great. Yeah. And he's played by a bloke I've never seen before. Me neither. Named David Witt. So hats off to him. He did a really good job as well. So for those main reasons, I didn't hate this movie. But dear God, (laughs) do you have to detach brain, especially in the last 40 minutes of this film, There's a whole secondary side plot, again, we'll get into it in spoilers, which is completely and utterly superfluous to this movie, except to sketch in details that could easily have been done if you just gave Jason Statham more than 20 lines of dialogue, and or you let the villains talk a bit more about what was going on. Yeah. So, that was dumb. And anytime they are on screen, I'm just like, well, this is fucking dumb. Unless it comes together in a really nice way and, and it didn't. and no, it, it doesn't. Didn't. And it's a waste of time except to pat out the run time to be 105 minutes when it could easily have been a lean, mean 85-minute action year and much better for it.
0: Yeah. This thing is doing crazy, like, well, for what it is, business.
1: Like, I'm looking on Rotten Tomatoes and it's got really high scores. I said it before, 71% of critics were positive, well, 76 whatever it was. Critics said. or yeah. people? No, our critics. I don't care about people. So,
0: yeah, well, Hi, none, none of us do. Yeah,
1: no, um, but
0: I don't get. This is the transporter all over again. The transporter was a Jason Statham movie that me and Paul definitely, uh, definitely hated when we saw yeah. it. Right. But everyone I've heard like, oh, I saw this great film called The Transporter, and I was just like judging them and shit. Like this here is the same thing. I think Jason Statham must have a bit of magic. Shall we say, dare I say, early Steven Segalian magic, although nowhere near as bad as on a cut. And
1: his career has lasted a lot longer than Segal's did. That's so. true, that's true.
0: But like people seem to like watching. like you know um Operation Fortune that Rouge that gear? That was shit, but I've seen it twice more since we saw it. Cause you know what? When Jason Seatham busts people's head open, I do like watching it.
1: Now. I do. So hey, look, and he's got a lot of charm and natural charisma. He is. But it's not a lot of it on show here. Because no. he's such such the silent, broody. Angry at the world slash just doing my job and you've upset me now I'm gonna make you pay type and like yes I am impressed that he's
0: chosen to let what hair he has grow out to show you that he's bald and <laughs> has that big beard <laughs> typically you, you do the Wayne ruzu when you go bald you just shave it all oh yeah um, I'll be there one day sir but he's no but he's just gone eh you know and I like oh yeah because it's cool now it's okay he's fifty five that's right you know right? exactly exactly once so you get past fifty I it's no still, one gives a fuck yeah. hey. if someone said to me hey I can get you a great head of hair for ten grand I'd be like nah fuck off I'm fine like this yeah it's easier just to do it this way <laughs> exactly this is fine it's less less but you've got a good round shape head. I'm a bit worried about my no. Your head. your head is the good head. My round head looks like a damn peanut. Your your <laughs> long head is what yours. Bruce Willis has a long head and he looks good bald. You know what I'm saying? Oh, anyway, we'll, we'll compare bald
1: heads in just course. <laughs> You're never going that bald, Paul. So, oh, believe me, I am. Look, <laughs> uh, that's all I wanted to say really about the film. Uh, except for you said the action's nice to look at. I found it incredibly repetitive and very overcut because it's trying to convince you that that this Jason, Jason's Adam Clay character can walk into the middle of you know, 20 armed people and somehow take them out without one person pulling the trigger in an accurate way. Bullshit. Whereas, it's John Wick's shit. That's what this film is. It's John Wick's shit. It's trying really hard to emulate a lot of the John Wickness and it's a really poor attempt at it. But I didn't loathe it because the villains are so much fun. There you
0: go. I understand that. Look, I'm not going to... Like I said, I didn't have a horrible time at this, but it's not good, right? So,
1: no arguments at all. All right, well, on that bombshell. (laughs) Let's get into the spoilers. (laughs) 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 Bitches leave. Well, there you go. Please get on out of here if you're a massive fan of of The Beekeeper. You're probably already raging if you are, but if you've seen the film and want to hear what we think doesn't work beyond the basics that we've discussed already, this is for you. I don't know how many different times Jason Statham can not be shot by people who are in a position to shoot him,
0: dude. Like the, the, you know, the, my my pet hate with people yes. who have. Oh, a I gun. was like,
1: Wayne is going to be really raging there's, at some of these moments.
0: Like, the, there's a, like a stairway fight scene where Which is terrible compared to even *Silent Night*. It is. There's there's like yeah, at least over-edited. two or three SWAT guys right above him mm-hmm. who have a clean beat on him. There are people around, but not enough. They could have easily they shot like right? instead of shooting, they run up to him with the guns so we yep. can intercept it. Right. So I'm like, fuck off. That's bad. What I was talking about before that same fight. He will walk casually towards, like, 10 guys or whatever, right? Or two two groups of three or four of them. And he'll beat up one, like, like SWAT guy and then kick him into another three guys who are in a doorway and then just keep walking like that would take all of them uh-huh. out. I'm like, dude, dude.
1: Someone's getting up and shooting you in the
0: back. Yeah, I'm a pussy, but if someone falls into me, I'll probably just shrug him off and keep going, right? That's how it is, right? So I'm like, whatever. Now, let's talk about the, 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 the plot here, Paul. So now, the Josh Hutchinson character... Is presented all the way through a movie as a trust fund moron baby. Yeah, right? he's got a
1: big company. He's
0: Got a big company. He knows how he scams people a lot. Some the the structure of this company is somehow some evil corporation where everyone who works for it has no problem fleecing elderly people Dumb for money people and, out of their and you know fishing and stuff like that. I know that there are companies like that, and I know that I've been not victim, but they've approached me. Oh yeah, for sure. We um, all have. We've
1: all got those fucking texts and emails yeah. and whatever. Oh no, else. but
0: like I've actually had people call me trying to get to my superannuation.
1: And okay. shit like that. I yeah, I've, I've had <coughs> countless phone calls, but normally it's from some kind of Chinese company that starts speaking mini Mandarin. I'm just like, delete. I had someone like a proper Aussie girl talking to me. Hello, I'm this person from this company. We've got this great thing. I'm like, wait a minute,
0: who the fuck are you? Oh, we're from World United something, some generic shit. And like, I'm like, wow You're, you're like you cock juggling thunder. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, I don't know. It's a, but like there are actual companies where people don't mind being cunts. Yeah, right? well, um, it clearly.
1: There and it's are amazing humans to me. Behind this thing. Oh, I'm amazed about. It. Anyway, so and those scenes early on when you know there's a room full of these assholes who are like trying to tap in, and, and like that David Whitt character who is that, showing him how to do it on poor old uh, Mrs. Huxtable. Yep. Oh, sorry, uh, apologies, all mum, Yeah,
0: and they're all clapping and they're yeah. like, Yeah, we got two million. Let's fleece this old woman out of two million dollars. And he's like, It's fooling, he's like, it's like a fucking infomercial. He's like, you know, Yes. And I'm like, I get why they did this shit. Hateable. Scene. Yeah.
1: And it works really well because I'm like, Fuck these people. They all deserve to die. Yeah. Yeah. And Jason Statham, well, Adam Clay normally lets them live unless they are the ones who are running this shit. And then they come after him in a really ineffectual way.
0: Yes, which I also understand because if you just killed a bunch of telemarketers, right? Even though they have evil intent, that's not going to work for the hero. You can kill the boss who's getting the yeah, most. Yeah, retarded. no, I have no problem with him letting yeah. letting other people run away. That's, and that's so what, it was nice but to block. The film does them. run
1: into itself then towards the end when it turns out you and I mentioned the reveal. Please do.
0: Yes, turns out at the end that Josh Hutcherson, who the whole time is being somewhat protected by the what I guess is the CEO of the company, being Jeremy. Or no, be. he's the
1: CEO of the company. Jeremy Irons is like his... Is like he's like the chairman security. of the board or something. No, he's, I think
0: he's higher... I think Jeremy Irons higher than him. But he's, no. He's the CEO of that wing of the company. Jeremy
1: Irons seems to be like the more... Oh, I took it as he was, he was some kind of overarching, kind of looking after things, but not the boss. Because this guy, he, he's the CEO of, It says on a website later in the film, he's the CEO of Danvers, whatever the fuck it was called. Yeah, but
0: above the CEO is essentially the owner or the director or oh, the... The owner's the mum. Well... Now, she seems to have only... I'm not even sure about this, but basically the long story short is that I thought Jeremy Irons was above Josh Hutcherson because they were talking away, but the the deal is that Josh Hutcherson has this company. Jeremy Irons isn't quite sure what it is, but he knows it's a crooked organization. Jeremy Irons is actually the ex-head of the CIA somehow, and... He's like got He's a taking line. Taking the job was a favor to your mother. Save it to your mother, right? And you see, like the mom on the phone, just like a shortcut of her mouth, kind of thing. And of course, at the oh end, no, you, you, you
1: see the whole character. She's sitting behind, a yeah, yeah. Of but you, it's like it's not quite told you who she is.
0: And finally, at the end of the movie, or towards the end of the movie, final act, you find out she's
1: the president of the United States. Yeah, boom, right? boom, boom. Right now, and she's run for president and won the presidency with the money from this company. Now that her son has now obtained right. illegally.
0: Now, here's where I run into my first problem. You find out in a climatic scene that this supposed moron that has to be babysat by Jeremy Mm -hmm. Irons and he's a fuckwit, trust fund baby. All of a sudden, at the end, he's become this financial genius. He's like, hey, you were down in 14 out of 15 states. I had to raise this amount of money to get you there. All of a sudden, he's like this genius. And I'm like, I don't know how that happened because you've been a dickhead the whole time. Mm -hmm. Secondly, there's in the the... The president, She seemingly... Plays it like she knows nothing. She's like, oh my God, you mean all the money that funded my campaign was ill-gotten yep. gains? Yeah. And then as if that wasn't better. She wouldn't turn around to your son and go, How did you do this? Yeah, how'd you do this? Like all the way through your presumably eight-year-long campaign to become president, because that's how long the fuck it fucking takes. Does she not go, hey, where's all this money coming yeah, from? Yeah. Right? And secondly, the final thing is that I don't buy, is that she's like, well, I guess if you did this wrong, then I'm going to come clean. I'm going to tell everyone that we got it this way and the chips fall where it may. I I'm like,
1: that's not how it works. Probably wouldn't because... But maybe the film's trying to make a point. That she's the good one? Yeah, that you know, she can't tar her with the same brush. She was dumb, but it wasn't knowingly so. I didn't mind that so much. What I found very hilarious <laughs> is that he went... Josh Hutcherson went from the guy sitting or the person sitting in a back room somewhere who says... Kill that person. Yep. Never gets their hands dirty, which I can buy 100. Yeah. To shooting the deputy director of the FBI now in front of his mother, this. who's still like, "What are you doing? Oh my god, we can't do this." Can I say? And then, in the very final moments, he's going to cap his own mother. There. What? Why? For what purpose? Why? Exactly? How is that going to save you? He's in the room. You're going right? to come clean. What are you going to
0: say then? He's you just all- shot the president of the United States in the head. Not only that. He's already busted. Yes, right. He's taking his mom. Like the only reason you take your mom is like let me get out, get of, here, out of here. Right, exactly. And he's like, that's it. See your mom. I'm like, why? You're already busted. You're already dirty. Everyone's already got you, and now you're gonna kill the president. Did you think you were gonna get away and by it wasn't shooting in her? just
1: in just in front of Jason Statham's beekeeper? It was in front of two other FBI agents.
0: Yeah, and why did he shoot the head of the the, the FBI anyway? Because he
1: knew about him being the one doing this dirty money shit. But what he... Of course, if the deputy fucking director knows, surely if you're a financial genius or any kind of genius, you realise that there are people below the deputy yes, director who knows as well. Yes, you think he,
0: well. f- he figured it out himself yeah. in that room? No, he knew... That's what so I'm so-
1: saying. It gets very serious. That's what got me about very this. Stupid. That end, I know. And the film runs into itself because, like you said before, we, it's hard to get behind a guy who's mercilessly and remorselessly killing everyone he gets in his path. So Jason Statham's character doesn't do that. But now he's up against general, hardworking, reasonable, not hench people. They're not like these evil, you know, ha, 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 let's also take everyone for them. They're just SWAT members and FBI tactical members and FBI agents or whatever who are, he's not killing them. Like the film goes to great pain show. He's knocking them out or incapacitating them for the most part. That's well, there's the several g- he shoots like in or around the vest. If that bullet went the wrong way, they're dead too. The idea is he's so cool he can shoot you in the vest, yeah. right?
0: But here's what really
1: interested me. I have
0: not actually in a while seen color coded villains, and oh, this goodness. is so what the South
1: African guy comes on. Yes,
0: now so <laughs> first of all, we've got the guys in the sort of like the the olive drab. Which is a very weird, no, very weird. We moment. need to talk about this, right? I'm oh, gonna okay, play sorry. Yeah, the guys who are in the olive drab, sort of like 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 greenish camo, those are the good guys because those are the official SWAT guys who came in to sort of supposedly sure, arrest people. FBI. FBI, 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 sorry, FBI, yeah. FBI. Yeah, they were tactical team. Yeah, tactical. Right. Then there's the guys in the black outfits who are Jeremy Irons. Said, oh, like, no, the, yeah, there was the, he the said, you guys are, SEAL team, whatever. You're all pussies. You guys, guys are pussies. exes, pussies, exactly, right? So those guys. Do you
1: know who took Umbridge right then? What? Charlie Sheen, Michael Bean. <laughs> 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 yeah, SEAL teams, you're all pussies. Yeah. So,
0: but like, n- but it's not necessarily. Mis- like That's a deep team- cut
1: joke, by the way. No one would have got that. That's joke.
0: fine. You guys know Navy SEALs Those people must be mercenaries, okay? Because yep. they all got killed by Jason Statham. Mm-hmm. So they're not the good guys. And he even says, you know who you're working for? He's, i just take the fucking job, man. And then boom, 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 he takes them out. Yep. Then, uh, one level above is the South African mercenaries yeah. or or whatever they are, soldiers of fortune, I don't know, right? And they're like, go damn care whatever, right? And so <laughs> like... So- Diplomatic immunity, right? No. So they're all dressed in colourful ass, like, what? It's not even camo, it's just colourful shit. they're so
1: good, they don't need to blend in, Wayne.
0: That's what it is, right? And they're all South African because that's how you show that mm-hmm. someone's evil. But it was hilarious so- bringing that,
1: <laughs> you know, arguably the biggest muscle in, uh, in the film in... With 15 minutes to go. I'm like, huh? That's not the way these things work. Right.
0: Only when he encounters that the leader of the South African thing, who like, I almost, uh, you know, I killed one once, but I got lucky and I got this fucked up leg, you know, whatever, right? Then he takes a few knives and punches. The entire movie, he's not even
1: like, no one even fucking, fucking gave him a dirty look. And then that's the only fight really that Jason Statham has. Oh, he has won that one fight with the current beekeeper. So back to that now. Shad on the ending. Oh, they used to care. I forgot about her. The very over-the-top crazy... Because the beekeeper is a force of one hmm. with a small task room of, of I guess, analysts who are feeding information to the and beekeeper. He's got, yeah,
0: and they've got, like, and the hardware.
1: As you said, very belabor the point that a beekeeper will take care of its own nest.
0: This is the biggest and part many, of it. And many, many,
1: many bee-related metaphors and analogies that follow from there.
0: This is the biggest on-the-nose thing of the whole film, okay, the rhetoric, and obtuse references, and seemingly prophetic kind of narrative of him acting like a bee. He protects the hive because he's a beekeeper, but the hive in this case is the U.S. government but or the, did or the you infrastructure. Know,
1: says the random side plot lady, please, who's the daughter of Claire <laughs> Huxtable. Yes, who shows about three and a half seconds of stony faced emotion when her mother dies.
0: Oh, that was over For the whole film.
1: That was very literally quick. the film even hangs a lantern on it and or hangs a lampshade on it and goes, shouldn't you take some time off work? Nah, I'm good. Let's go. Right. Like, yeah. Uh huh.
0: Yep. 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 No problem. No matter
1: and they do try to make the point that she's a little bit of, not a strange, but a little bit not connected with mum anymore. But still, you'd be pretty cut up. Nah. To find your mother like yeah. after your brother's already dead as well. And Dad's not even mentioned, I think. So she's the last survivor member of this family. Yeah, whatever. Just get on with it. Oh, yeah, exactly. But like... The I, I thought her performance was terrible. I thought M, uh, Emmy Ray Valentine... She was a horrendous woman. cast. Like, she, did, uh, I didn't care at all for her. what well, I'm saying. She, there's nothing endearing about her whatsoever. You're meant to be endeared to her because her mum died, but she doesn't show any emotion over that. That's right. And hence, she's just a fucking plot point to feed you information about bees and about the beekeeper.
0: Yes. And,
1: like, I think the point you were about to make was that she's what then trying the to...
0: Yeah, she's trying to explain to the director of the FBI... Sometimes there will be a queen killer bee yes. who will go... Through, and she's basically drawing a, 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 a natural selection kind of reference to what's going on here. He's protecting
1: the hive. The hive is the US, USA. He's find a queen yeah, that is like... But they are real. But Because Minnie Driver refers to them, doesn't she refer to them as a beekeeper?
0: Yeah, they actually are called that, but it's a fucking name, all right?
1: But that's the metaphor. That's really what the
0: organization is. Yeah, but she's saying now that Jason Statham happens to be a, a, a queen killer bee, yeah. and she's- It's not. He's just like, he's, Clay Huxley got, got killed, and now he wants to fuck everyone up. That's what's going on here, but she- But, but once then,
1: he finds out that the dirty money- he, he would I don't know whether he would have killed the president, but he would absolutely have exposed her.
0: Yeah, so that's the thing, though. Like The metaphor is so, like-
1: it's yeah. It's trying
0: to make the like, like this. This has actually got a much bigger meaning. This is like mm-hmm. a whole natural. Sometimes the theory says or the fucking myth says bullshit. It's just crap.
1: Prepare yourself, Wayne. Please. For I would suggest January two thousand and twenty-six when we get beekeeper two electric boogaloo bee harder. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon it'll, they'll, get a, they'll get a circle a lot quicker than that if this thing goes, well, goes the distance. Yeah, 35 million, but yeah, you have to... Yeah, look, maybe. But I don't think they would drop it into fucking summer next, next year. So, it comes out either the end of next year or the start of the year after. And if, and if it had success in January, they'll try and emulate that success. Because at 46 million, it only probably needs to take another 5 or 10 million around the world, and it's a success. So... <sighs>
0: Look, good luck to these guys for booing stuff and it comes out. And I guess if it pops, it pops, you know. But yeah, this is every
1: film is made, it's a business, as you've said. They're trying to make money, and it looks like this one's going to. We didn't particularly care for it nor like it that much, but it seems what, as you suggest, at least in terms of the public, we are in the minority. So yeah, yeah. All right, Wayne, without any further ado, then let's give it a score 53. 53. Okay, I'm with 48. So I'm failing it just because I'm just. Someone was too dumb to to give a pass to. No, it's it. like and had it been edited better and shot better, I would it probably would have got over the line for I me. I would agree. I would
0: agree. Fair enough.
1: Very close, and given that Wayne is naturally a, a you know, kinder marker than I am, I think that's probably on the nose. Yeah, yeah. Give or that, take.
0: Yeah, you're, you're the queen killer, Paul. So, <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 if by queen you mean David Ayer film. <laughs> <really. laughs> What did you think? Do you agree? Do you disagree? You can let us know via email at thecountdownpodcast at gmail.com on Twitter. No, X at the Countdown PC. Like and follow the show on Podbean where we host and check out the Facebook listening community. Links in the show notes. Get involved in all the discussions there. and Welcome to the new members on that page. It's great to have you along for the ride. That's it from us today. Thank you so much for joining us. My name's Paul. My name's Wayne. And this has been The Soundboard. (laughs) The President of the United States is bad. We'll catch you next time. Bye. (laughs)